You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. The flippening has happened. Bitcoin SV and Bitcoin Cash have switched places on coin market cap. Bitcoin SV is now worth more than Bitcoin Cash. Huge market movements today. In the last 24 hours, Bitcoin Cash has gone down in value by 21% in line with the rest of the crypto market. Meanwhile, Bitcoin SV has shot up by 21%. Seeing the markets for most cryptocurrencies trending downwards at the moment and then seeing Bitcoin SV in sharp contrast to this has led many to speculate that perhaps Calvin Air is artificially propping up the price. I wanted to talk about the term artificially. Now, just because something is artificial, it doesn't mean that it's incorrect. But before we go into that, it's no secret that I'm not a huge fan of Bitcoin SV. There are a lot of good people who are into this that I have a lot of respect for, and that's totally fine. But for me personally, I really don't like the idea of maliciously using patents against people. I also really dislike the idea of being able to reclaim lost coins. There's no way of knowing whether the coins in someone's account are being held there and saved there and hodled or whether they were actually lost coins. So to just take them back and say, well, that's my property now, I think is very, very strange. It would take a big shift in ideology for me to become a fan of Bitcoin SV. But that being said, when people refer to Bitcoin SV as being artificially propped up, I do take issue with that. And I wanted to discuss that in light of some historical context. So let's go back to 1992. And what's referred to as the trade of the century when George Soros brought the Bank of England to its knees by breaking the British pound. When you have individual players coming in and manipulating prices, it doesn't necessarily mean that the prices they discover are wrong, as was clearly the case with the British pound. Before the EU was created and before we had the euro, we had something called the ERM, which is the exchange rate mechanism. Basically, countries in Europe, while they weren't willing to give up their national currencies yet, were willing to peg the currencies to each other rather than letting them float in the free market. They agreed to fix their exchange rates with each other, but what rate is the correct rate to choose? They decided to peg everything to the Deutschmark because Germany was the strongest economy in Europe. Each country was to maintain the agreed upon exchange rate within an acceptable bandwidth of plus or minus 6%. How does this mechanism actually work? You can't just peg it and leave it and forget about it. Countries had to be involved in the process of keeping this peg in place. So if the market rate for pounds, for example, started to dip, you would have the government, you're buying lots of pounds and that would prop the price back up. This is one of the ways that you can create a fixed exchange rate. The desire to keep up with the Joneses led to Britain entering this ERM agreement and pegging their currency way too high. They decided on an exchange rate of 2.95 Deutschmarks for every British pound, which many say was completely unsound because the inflation rate in Britain at the time was many, many times that of Germany. So now you have a currency that really isn't worth as much as the government says it's worth. Then you have the government propping it up by buying huge amounts of this currency on the open market. And then you have someone called George Soros who says, well, this is a is an asset that I think is completely overvalued and I'm going to short it. And that's exactly what he did. So he put a huge amount of money into pushing this down and selling a whole bunch of British pounds. And basically Britain had a set amount of money that they could spend and they disclosed this and said we'll spend this much propping up this currency and Soros 
beat that. He spent more money, he pushed it down, he broke the peg. That was all it took for people to realize that this mechanism didn't work and then the British pound just plummeted. So back to the idea of artificially manipulating the markets being this bad thing. I mean, you have two examples of artificial manipulation here, if that's what you want to call it. You have the government saying, well, this currency is worth this amount and they're just propping it up, making sure that it stays at that amount. When actually the tendency and the trend is that this currency wants to go down in value because it's not as valuable as the government is saying it is. Then on the other side, you have this individual coming in who's able to manipulate the markets with his trades and ends up crashing the entire national currency. But it was that individual's actions where he manipulated the market that actually led to correct price determination for the British pound. That was a really good thing. The British pound was not worth as much as the government said it was and the market kicked in and pushed it back down there. So I do wonder when people say that Calvin Air is artificially pumping the price, what they mean by that. Do they mean that they're pumping it to an artificial level so that it's, it's actually not worth as much as, as Calvin's pushing it to? Or are they saying that he's actually pumping this price to get it back to the correct price that it that it should be. The flippening has happened and no one knows what's going to come next. Is the price of Bitcoin SV going to hold or is it all going to collapse? We will have to wait and see. But the real question is, is Calvin Air George Soros or is he the Bank of England? Thank you so much for watching and don't forget to like, share and subscribe and also visit my page on bitbacker.io. It's an awesome new platform for content creators where you can give monthly pledges and super chat messages using cryptocurrency. I'll see you over there. For extra material and any links mentioned in this podcast, please visit naomibrockwell.com. If you'd like to watch the video version, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or DTube. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future.